Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. The best way to predict the future is to invent it, someone smarter than me said. The best way to delay the future is to focus too much on the present, said me. So what's holding podcasting back at the moment? Present-focused podcasters. Hello and welcome to another Podcast Pontifications with me, Evo Terra. So I got in a fight. Friday. Actually, I got into several fights on Friday. And there were less fights, but they were more disagreements between me and my uh, my podcasting brethren, if you will. Now, it's not that uncommon for me to get into disagreements and arguments with other people. I mean, it's part of life as a professional contrarian. I mean, this is my lot in life. I am the one who chose this profession and decided to extend it into the podcasting world. So anytime I get too much agreement, anytime I'm saying the same thing everybody else is saying, it's time for me, as a professional contrarian, to change my opinion. So it's okay that I'm on my own with this. But hopefully, I want to talk with you about it today and see if I can get you on my page. Because we need to get the future here eventually. Specifically, what I'm talking about is, you know, I've, I've, I've complained for years here on the program and, and other places that there are those among us in the podcasting space who think that podcasting was perfect in 2006. And so why should we ever change it? And that was, you know, 14 years ago. Um, and this is similar to that, but, but not, not exactly the same thing. See, there are some things that we've been doing the same, for a very long time in the podcasting space. And we do them these things the same for pretty good reasons, I think. Varying to varying levels of, of good reasonness, if you will. But we're doing these things because they help podcasting right now. They make podcasting easier to get. They make podcasting more consumable by people. I understand. And for some of them, they just they don't really matter today but I think in the future that they will. I'm, I'm talking specifically about, the, look, the, the reason I got into the argument, all over some trivial technical stuff, and if it makes, makes your eyes glaze, glaze over, I apologize. Um, because, again, I don't think we should have had this argument, I, but nonetheless, we did. So it was over audio quality. And no, 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 this isn't just me griping once again that you're not spending enough time massaging your episodes. No, that's not what I mean. I, I'm talking about audio quality on the export. The actual file that we podcasters push up to our podcast media hosts that our listeners then consume. 
technical specifications. <laughs> a lot of podcasters don't even know what their technical specifications are. And I would argue that you probably – I'd like a future where you didn't have to worry about that kind of stuff. But nonetheless, we don't live there just yet. That's that's the future I want to go to right now. We live in the present. And so we have to be cognizant of what our settings are. But the rules uh, – wrong, wrong way to say it. The recommendations for what our podcast media file encoding should be hasn't changed in a long time. It hasn't changed in a whole long time. And maybe it should change. You know, there have been a lot of advancements in the 16 years we've been doing this podcasting thing. Maybe we should be putting out higher quality audio files people should listen to. You know, people, most people around the earth uh, have both of their ears function. Now, I have slight hearing loss in both of my ears, slightly more on one side than the other. That, that is correctable, as you know. But most people have two ears. And we experience the world in a, in a stereo way. But we have a lot of podcasters who say, no, I'm going to stick with monophiles. Monophiles are smaller. Monophiles are fine for spoken word when people might be listening with one earbud in. Or in a noisy environment where they don't want to be distracted by crazy stereoscopic effects. Just recently... Dolby came out with an Android app as well as an integration with Squadcast that will make audio sound more realistic with some spatial work. So not just panning two two voices, you know, one slightly to the left, one slightly to the right, but with this new version of spatial, I don't know what they call it, spatial positioning, I will say, they can put voices behind people and in front of people. And slightly ahead and to the right. It, it's really interesting what they can be, what can be done with this. But it's been met by many of the podcasters who I consider myself friends with. Uh, yeah, I don't want anybody touching my audio. Number one. Number two. Yeah, that's not going to work in these particular environments. Let's just go back down to the mono world. <sighs> I find it frustrating. I was frustrated all day long on Friday because as I'm talking to other people, longtime podcasters and audio pros, I couldn't get them to see my side of the, they understood it, but at the same time they were like, nah, just not that important. And I agree right now it's not that important, but I think in the future it is. It's the same way I look at things like, should we have images inside of our episodes, even though we know right now most podcast playing apps don't display those episode level images alongside the episode. Should we have, in fact, I think we should have much better in-app show notes, even though the vast majority of people who are listening to audio aren't pulling out their phone to look at those individual show notes, those in-app details while they're listening. But still, I think that they will if there's better content inside of there. See, I get all of the arguments about people don't care, people don't want, we want to make this smaller, we want to make it faster. I did all of those arguments. But at the same time, I know this. Technology tends to move in the direction that makes things faster. It makes things cheaper. It makes things closer to reality. It makes things more rich than they are today. 
And in order for us to move along with that, we have to do that. We have to understand those realities are coming. And so when we have old school thinking that hasn't really changed for since 2006 or 2010, whenever it was, if we're not constantly reevaluating those decisions that we make on how content is produced to give the best possible sound, not to existing listeners, but again, to the new people that are coming in and finding podcasting. Why should we settle for crappy, tinny sounding bed music that's only for six seconds? That's fine, but still, it just sounds like garbage. All we would have to do is just make that higher quality, in- increase the output file, the, the quality of the output file, and it would be much better. I just think sometimes we get so quagmired, is that, if, that's a, if that's a verb, <laughs> in the present, we lose sight of the future. I want to make sure that, I guess part, part of my r- role here is to make sure that, that if, if it's happening, others, I want to be the, the voice, maybe the lone voice, crying for things to be better in the future. Anyhow, a little bit of a ranty show for me today. I apologize for that. One thing before we go, would you, maybe somebody else needs to hear this rant. What I want you to do is tell one person who's a podcaster that does not yet listen to podcast pontifications to listen. Tell them about the show. Don't, don't save me. Maybe you throw me under the bus with them and say, hey, you think I have crazy things to say. Wait till you listen to what this yokel has to say. Feel free. Share podcast pontifications with them. All right. And if you have any questions, Thoughts, comments, send them to me, evo at podcastlaunch.pro, and I shall be back tomorrow with yet another, hopefully less ranty, podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately... That right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, shout your abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org 
provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.